When you're setting up your Instagram profile, you'll notice a place for a link. We call it link in bio. You can use this link for several options, your website, your podcast, or your newsletter, among other things. But there's only space for one link. So what do you do then? That's what we're covering today as my son, my podcast audio engineer, and daughter, who is my personal virtual assistant, join me. We put our heads together and compiled what we feel is the best, most cost conscious or free options for you to drive traffic from Instagram. Basically, you want to drive traffic to more than one channel if you have different offerings. And one of those offerings needs to be a way for followers to get on your newsletter. Now, all month in September, we're talking about email list building. And all of the options we're covering today can be used for this. But that's not all we're covering today. You'll also hear tips for driving traffic elsewhere, such as your marketplace to sell your products or services or affiliate products. We've done all the research for you so you don't have to. And by the way, after you listen, go to the show notes and you'll be able to read the full transcript on the blog and see graphics and photos, examples of each of these options that we're going to present for you, whether they're apps or otherwise. So get ready, buckle your seatbelt and listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. When you're setting up your Instagram profile, you notice a place for a link, and we call that a link in bio. You can use this link for your products, your blog, your podcast, and other reasons. So we're going to talk today about those different reasons, but we're going to hone it down later into email list reasons. But you'll see where we're going with this. Anyway, I want you to welcome my son and audio engineer, Nolan Gray. Welcome, Nolan. Hello. And my daughter, Haley Carpenter, who is my lovely assistant and works for me. Hi, Haley. Hey. Well, we're talking about Lincoln Bio, like I said, and this is going to be a interesting learning conversation, I think, for all of us. So we have seven options here for you for the Lincoln Bio. So if you only need to drive traffic to one specific place, you may not be interested in the following options. However, keep an open mind because I think you're going to see reasons why you might need more than one link. So let's get this conversation started. We have seven options for you. And the first option is what, Haley? The first option is linking directly to your website. Yes. Which is what I do. (laughs) Which is what you do with your business, which is? Uh, Indigo Sound. And I basically just have just the name of my website and my bio, as simple as that. But I've actually thought about switching to a Lincoln bio, which is more of what we'll talk about in this episode. And maybe you guys can help me answer if you've 
the questions I have about if I don't really have a lot of links or a lot of places to send people, then what would I do with the link in bio? Really, all I have is my website. And so what would you suggest? And, you know, what could I do with a link in bio if, if all in my mind I really have is my website? So even if you just have one website, I'm guessing you have multiple pages on that website. Right. So for some people that might look like an about section, a pricing section, sort of a portfolio section or different other things. And something that you can do with certain LinkedIn bio softwares is link directly to those pages. So instead of someone clicking through just straight to your website and seeing the whole thing, what you could have is a link in bio that has different buttons for just each of your sections. So as soon as they click your link in bio on Instagram, they see all those sections, the about section, the pricing section, the portfolio or whatever. Cool. So you, yeah, that could be an option to, to use if you only have one, really one link that you're trying to to direct people to, you can right. still split it up into different pages. Um, and another question I had too, just really quick was, do people ever link their other social media platforms into their link in bio on Instagram? Yeah, for sure they do. I think sometimes they link Facebook or they have a Facebook group that they want linked there or YouTube, Twitter, other other channels, whatever else they're trying to drive their traffic to. A lot of people have a newsletter, so they want to drive traffic there, which is kind of our emphasis this month on the podcast is getting people off of Instagram and onto your newsletter. But there are other reasons to have them click off. Sounds like I have more options than I realize of what I can do with a LinkedIn bio. Yes, you do. And like Haley said, a lot of times if people land on your website, there is a lot of information there. And then they kind of freeze up and then they leave because they don't really know where to go first. And it's just a lot of overwhelm. And they're like, wait a minute, I was just on Instagram to have fun. So I'll just go back over there. So, but I do want to give another suggestion if you want to use your own website or your, for instance, your blog where like, say your podcast is hosted like mine is. I used to do this. I had a designated page from my blog that said Instagram links. And I put that link in my bio. And then every time I posted an image, I would put that image in that page with the corresponding link to the information. So wherever that was supposed to go, people could just click on that link and then find that information and click on it. So that's a nice way to still drive traffic to your website. And also if you are interested in, you know, you're trying to get your page views up, you're looking at Google Analytics and things like that. So that helps. All right. So that's number one. Now number two is the rest of these really focus more on software that you can put in your link in bio. So Haley, what do we got for number two? Number two is Linktree. So just a little overview of Linktree. Linktree has, if you are, if you're doing the free version, 
you get five free links in the shape of buttons. With the free version, you get built-in themes and you can track how many total clicks you get over the over its lifetime. For the free version of Linktree, it's just kind of a basic layout that has like several buttons stacked on top of each other. And you can link directly to different websites. There's also an option to put logo buttons at the bottom for like your TikTok, an email list, or even like an Amazon affiliate link. So, and that's, that's all with the free version. Now with the paid version, which is $6 a month, you get deeper analytics. So you can actually track like which countries are drawing the most engagement for your your link. You can customize the page to be a little bit more branded to you. You can choose like your own photo background and like brand colors, like exact brand colors. They're, they also have uh, an enterprise plan. I don't know what that looks like, but there's a, there's a page on their website where when you go to pricing, there's the basic plan, there's the pro plan, and then it says, if you are an enterprise, reach out to us about a customizable plan. So I don't know what that's about, but yeah. So that's just a little bit about Linktree. It's very, it can be very branded, which is nice. Is Linktree what you use? Yep. So Linktree is what I use for my music page, Wally. And we just have the simple version. We don't have the paid version. I do like it because you can go on your laptop or you can go for mobile very easily and edit those links, reorder them. You can like mute links for a little while if you don't want to completely get rid of the link, but you you maybe don't want it to be on the main page for now. You can basically mute it and it will just hide that link for a while. It's also just really easy to have a temporary link on there. So if you were to have, say, like a fundraiser or something like that, that was time sensitive then you could have that as your top link. Um, it's really easy to order links in the order that you want them. And then you just go through and you turn it off or you delete it whenever you're finished with the link or like a giveaway or something like that. That's just a temporary link. Yeah, and Linktree is, when people are first starting out, that's usually the first thing that I suggest to them because it is the most user-friendly. The free version gives you five links. It's easy to do. It's not hard at all. It's easy to figure out. So that's a really good option. Nolan, if you ever want to switch over, that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. So let's look at number three, Tap Bio. What's that, Haley? Tap Bio, I just learned about it. It's pretty cool. So it's a tool that transforms a basic Instagram, a basic link in your bio into an interactive Instagram story. So if you're an account like most of us who has less than 10,000 followers, you can't link in your stories, right? You don't have the swipe up option mm-hmm. to go somewhere in your stories to just any website. Right. Uh, so with this, it's kind of cool. So it's not, it's not literally an Instagram story that's clickable, but what it is is, the link in your bio will take you to various, it, it takes you to like an Instagram story format. And these pages are called cards and you can edit them to be customizable. So when people click on your bio, it works the same as stories being that every page is timed or you can tap through to the next page. 
And basically for each page, you could have a different link. So like for if they were to tap on your bio, they would basically get like a website story. So the first page could be like sign up for my email list. And then if they tap through to the next one, it could be visit my YouTube channel and various other things. So it kind of puts your link in bio into like a story format, which is really easy and um, keeps people kind of entertained. They're Mm -hmm. already used to that because they use Instagram stories. It's almost like a workaround if you don't have 10,000 followers and you want to be able to give people that same sort of experience. So um, for for tap bio, basically there's a, there's several plans. It is kind of expensive. If you do the yearly plan, it's $96 for the gold plan, which is unlimited pages. But if you do the uh, free version, you get just one page. And then if you do the silver version, which is like the middle version, it's $5 a month and you can get up to three pages. Mm. There are stats involved in that too. So you could you get analytics with with this link and bio software. Okay. So it's more visual kind of story format looking and as opposed to Linktree, which is it's just buttons, but sometimes buttons are good too, but buttons have the words on them to tell you what to do. So it just depends on kind of your preference, but it sounds like do they, did you say they have a free version or they do not tap bio? There is a free version. Okay. But from what I understand, you don't get as many cards right. is what they're right. called. You don't get as many pages. Okay. So number four is later.com. And I have talked about later.com a lot. <laughs> that software I have used pretty steadily for the last three years. I've used it with my clients. When I used to run uh, their accounts and it was just very seamless and easy for me because it's one link in the bio. And then you can have with the free version, I think you can have up to five links, but with a paid version, you can link to every single post, a different link. It doesn't matter how many links. So uh, for the longest time I've done the the paid version, you get analytics with that. You get times that are more optimal to post. You get uh, stats as far as click-throughs and the percentage rate of those versus just going to your profile and then actually clicking through what is that rate. So it is helpful. And then it also keeps track of your hashtags, which ones are more popular. So later.com is another option that has free and paid versions. That's really cool. I didn't know that later had a link and bio option. I, I mean, I use them to schedule out my posts, but I never ventured that far into the link and bio part. Yeah, that's kind of what I like about later is you can use it as a scheduling software, but you don't have to use their link and bio. And a lot of times I just go back and forth with that where where I'll just use it for scheduling, but not the link. So, but it's nice to have that option, Nolan. So if you already use it for your scheduling, then you may just want to use that. Okay. So that was number four, right? Number five is Tailwind. Okay. And Tailwind is, it's also called Smart Bio. And it's a nice visual platform. This is a clean neat look. And if you're already using Tailwind for Pinterest, you may want to check out this option. Haley, tell us a little bit more about it. 
Sure. So with Smart Bio, one of the things that you can do is you can put your Instagram photos as clickable links in your bio. So it is visual in that way, but it does also have buttons at the top. So you get kind of both options. If you're selling a product, like a physical product, I think this is a really good option. If you're selling, I don't know, clothing, skincare, something like that, and you post a picture of that to your Instagram feed, you can also put that as a shoppable link in your link in bio. When they click that link in bio, they'll see whatever Instagram posts that are shoppable of yours and they can just click on that. Oh, that's the post I wanted to learn more about. Click on it and it'll take them to your website or checkout link or whatever you have. And Smart Bio is a Pinterest and Facebook marketing partner. So it's very uh, integrated there as well. But obviously it's really good for Instagram. And from what, what I see on their website, you can get all those features that I just mentioned for free. So I'm guessing if you have a Tailwind subscription, maybe there's more. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. know about that because you do have a Tailwind subscription. But everything that I mentioned with the photo links and the buttons are free. And then you can also customize the buttons to your brand color. Like you can actually type in from what I read, you can actually type in if you know the, the code, the color code for your brand colors. You can type that in and you'll get your exact brand colors in your bio. It is a very nice visual app to use. So if you're needing something to drive traffic to your products somewhere else, that might be, sounds like a really good option. All right. So number six is one that I am not familiar with. Why don't you tell us about that, Haley? Yeah. So number six is a website called link.bio and it's spelled like L-N-K.bio. So basically, you can fill it with as many links as you need. You can track the links with statistics. You get unlimited links, cross-link social media profiles. You get link tracking. And there's basically just, it's not much different to me than Linktree. However, I think it is like slightly more customizable because with a free version, you you do get like a random URL, but you get unlimited links. However, there are no stats with the free version. The premium plan, which is just 99 cents a month, you get a custom URL. So your link in your bio could be totally custom, which is kind of cool. It looks better that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So it could be a custom URL for your bio. And you also get all these analytics that goes along with that. There's also a lifetime plan, which gets you, I think, a lot more features as far as visuals. I think you can do a lot more custom branding with the lifetime plan, which is $24.99, just a one-time payment, which compared to some of these other ones is not that bad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, link.bio is similar to Linktree in that it has clickable buttons. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing I think that makes link.bio stand out is that you get a custom URL and you get analytics for a very low price. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
That's real interesting. So as you can see, there are, we have the gamut here as far as prices go. We've tried to stay on the low end though and and be cost effective. And then I'm going to tell you about number seven. And then Nolan is going to give a little bit of information on how he gains clients after that. So stay tuned. But first, let's go to number seven, which is the Milkshake app. Now, This lets you build sort of like an Insta website, a simple website on your device. You download this app and your link in bio becomes that website where followers can connect with all of your offers. And you have five free links. The colors are customizable too. And there is photos in there you can put. It's very user-friendly, easy to set up. And I really like it. So like I said, I have it in my link in bio right now. And Nolan and Haley are going to take a look and see what they see on their end. What do you think, guys? Oh, wow. This is very... That looks great. This is very branded. It it looks like it's taking me to a professional website almost. Yeah, this is almost like a mini website, a little preview. I can yeah. see that there's three dots at the top for each of the pages that you have on here. So it's cool that you can swipe up and down and swipe right to go to a different page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first page just has a picture of me and it's a branded picture. And then it tells about me. And then at the bottom, the the link that I have there is my free Instagram caption blueprint. So if you click on that, it takes you right to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. This looks really clean. And I like that it's it's branded to your brand colors, but it also is kind of like a a more mobile friendly version of that this is cool really neat look and this is milkshake this is milkshake and i'm not sure the cost maybe Haley, you can look that up while i'm talking but for all intensive purposes i mean on the second page i have right now a picture of our reels crash course that is something that we've been promoting lately And then underneath it, I share what my links are, podcast, caption, blueprint, and reels crash course. And then I just kind of give directions as to what you can do where, and then it's got the four links down there too. And what I didn't really realize was I'm repeating myself from the first page with the the free Instagram caption blueprint, because that link is already on the first page. So I could even make that. So you really get five free links really yeah so i really like it i think i'm going to keep it there for a while and see what happens i think i'm going to keep it there actually up through the time that we run this podcast so i just looked up a little bit more about milkshake and and it seems from their website that it is totally free there's no hidden cost i think there it's probably Probably the reason why they can make it free is that there is a little bit of advertising for Milkshake. You know, you see a little bit of their branding throughout the cards that you use Uh and the templates for your Uh bio, but it still looks really good and clean. And I think that that would be worth it. Yeah. So to you, does it not look like there's any charge for anything? No. So I'm in their FAQ section, a, a Milkshake employee says it's totally free publishing a website is free there's no hidden cost 
That's awesome. I can't see anywhere that you would actually have to pay. So I, but like I said, there is like some milkshake branding thrown uh-huh. in there. So it's kind of like a little bit of, you know, you're, you're advertising a little bit for milkshake, but uh-huh. I think it's, it's a really cool service. I'm curious how user-friendly it is to use their templates and like build, build those cards that you have in your bio. It's really easy. I just, I put my first one together in I think 10 minutes one day. So it's just, it's not hard at all. It's user-friendly. But something I wanted to say, aside from that, all of this that we've said is Nolan, this whole time has had his own, just his website in his LinkedIn bio, and he has a sound business. And so tell us how you are getting clients, Nolan. So the majority of the clients that I've gotten so far have just been through the Instagram DM. Although obviously, like I said, I do have my website on my LinkedIn bio, but I have seen some traffic from that, but way more from my actual Instagram itself. So as long as I'm staying active on there, that's Mm -hmm. the most beneficial thing for me. But I think that a good LinkedIn bio would probably even up the traffic game to the website. I would imagine. It could. So, you know, you're, what you're saying is you're gaining clients through the DM. This is what I do a lot myself, but they are coming to you because you are posting regularly and you're geotagging and using targeted hashtags like Knoxville, those kind of things. Sure. Yeah. So that's how people are finding him. So just know y'all that if you are trying to market on Instagram, sometimes it's just as simple as getting active, consistently using those targeted hashtags, geotagging your location, especially if you are location specific. Uh, If you have a storefront or you work out of your home in that location and just be, be consistent and it really can work for you too. Yeah. Like when I'm not consistent, I really notice it mm-hmm. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. uh, what, you know, not every single post is going to bring in like new connections, but if you do it consistently, it adds up over time. And so the biggest thing for me has just been consistently posting a photo and tagging Knoxville, Tennessee, where I'm at, like simply just doing that. Even if that, that was the only thing you did, that would be way better than nothing. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I think um, Haley could probably say the same because as we mentioned earlier, Haley and her husband have their own band called Wally in Denver, Colorado. And Haley, wouldn't you say that you guys, well, your location specific, especially there, you have built kind of a, an audience there. So you probably use those, some, some of those techniques too, don't you? Definitely. I, I'll geotag every pretty much every picture that we post, I'll make sure to put Denver, Colorado, and then I'll use hashtags that also incorporate our location and just kind of try to gear the hashtags towards the audience that we're trying to, to gain here, you know? So Mm -hmm. I've even searched before different hashtags based on, based on like the music scene here in Denver and just Mm -hmm. like adopted those hashtags and Mm -hmm. added them to our posts. Yes. And that's how you do targeted hashtags. Yeah. And that seems to connect you to a lot of other like-minded 
professionals or whatever it is as well. Not just people that are going to be like an audience member for you or a uh, customer, but also other people who are trying to do the same thing, mm -hmm. find you through that same stuff because they're looking at it too, probably trying similar techniques. And the more you get connected to those other types of people, like I've found, I've connected to so many different music studios and like sound engineering people just through those posts that they're not necessarily going to be clients of mine, mm -hmm. but they're going to help support me on the platform and yes. ultimately help get my name to more people and maybe even be a client with something you never know, a collaboration mm -hmm. or whatever it is, it still helps. It does. I always tell uh, my followers that there are two types of community and community grows opportunity, by the way, but the two types are one is the followers the follower community that you're trying to build your culture. But the other is, you know, it's relational and it is the, the people that are in the, in similar in industries as you that are complementary to yours. And you always want to make sure that you reach out and you're just always open to those relationships because you never know where that will take you. And, and it just, uh, it just broadens your reach. So that is really, really smart. I'm glad to hear that. This has been just a delightful little conversation with my son and daughter. Thank you guys for, for entering in with us. Is there anything else anybody has to say? You're welcome. No, I just think it's cool that like, you don't have, I just think it's cool that these techniques can be applied to anyone's Instagram. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in or anything like that. And so it's kind of cool that even as your kids who do totally different things than you can still have the same, you know, success and techniques on Instagram mm -hmm. and find through similar practices that it, it just works. So I yes. think that's really neat. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, I think this. Yeah, I think this episode is going to be really beneficial for a super wide range of audiences. Yeah, for sure. I, I think so, too. And I did want to mention that the links to all of this that we've talked about, all the software and everything are going to be in the show notes, as well as we're going to include graphics of each type as well so that y'all can kind of check them out and see. So if you ever want to go beyond just whatever app you're listening to the podcast on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, whatever, just go to my website, ruthiegray.mom, and you'll find all the episodes there. You can listen right there and you can read all of the show notes right there too. So be sure to subscribe or follow the podcast uh, and listen wherever you listen to podcasts. And we appreciate you being here. And thanks again, Nolan and Haley. We will see y'all next time. See you next thanks week. Thanks for having us. Bye. You can't always depend on social media to show others your content or even to be dependable. Sometimes social media crashes. And if you can talk to your readers off of social media, in their inbox, you aren't at the mercy of social media anymore. So one of your links needs to be to your newsletter. If you haven't started a newsletter yet, let's get going. And you'll love next week's episode on email opt-ins. Remember, social media is great, but we don't own it. And sometimes Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and Clubhouse and Twitter and whatever else break down.
But if you have an email list, you can talk to your readers anytime. And what's more, if they're reading, they're invested. Why? Because they invested the day they signed up for your newsletter. They've taken that first step. You offered something valuable and they decided to give you a whirl. Then if they're staying and reading, they're making a choice. They like you. They really like you. And here's the thing with email marketing. Once they like you, they eventually want to invest in your product or service. This is where the magic happens. But notice it doesn't happen all at once. That's why for the rest of the month of September, we're focusing on how to get folks on your newsletter. As I said, next week, we'll cover effective newsletter opt-ins with my special guest, Sarah Geringer. Other topics this month are how to write newsletters they actually want to read and email provider options. We are so excited to bring you this series. So subscribe or follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any episodes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.